Hello, 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 and thank you for tuning in to this podcast channel from Wig Weave, the number two natural oil hair. I am your host, Natural Keisha, and this podcast channel can be followed on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at From Wig Weave, the number two natural oil hair. Today we have a very special story to share. We're going to talk about natural hair journey and we have a very special guest guest can you introduce yourself a little background about yourself and how long you've been natural okay hey guys hello so i'm a diva um i'm based in the uk if you can't tell from my accents i live in london um i'm currently a university student but i've got a very strong passion for natural hair I've actually been natural my whole life, but I've had like different forms of natural hair. So I used to have dreadlocks and then I had like, I had to cut my hair really, really short to like level one. So yeah, but currently I'm just growing out my hair out. So yeah, basically been natural my whole life. Awesome. So that already answered the first question, question, excuse me, which is, did you do the big chop or transition and you have been natural your whole life, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Describe your styling regimen. Um, majority of the time, I would say my hair is in buns or in twists. Those are the main um, products or not sorry not products they're the main hairstyles that I have when it comes to styling I use a lot of natural products so raw shea butter raw olive oil raw cotton oil and yeah that's about it awesome so you have a very simple styling regimen yeah definitely yes because you know it can become a headache with all the products <laughs> yeah definitely yeah there's so many products now you literally you've got so many options that it's best sometimes when, it's, when you're natural it's best to um simple is the best way yes yes because you'll have more patience for that growth in time for that product to work you know when you got thousand yeah, products definitely. you're on impatient and you're rushing for a product to work overnight <laughs> definitely yeah and with stuff like youtube now someone can buy a product and it will make their hair grow two inches in about a week and then you will be convinced to get that product but you won't get the same effects or same achievement so you definitely have to tailor your styling regimen to your lifestyle and to your hair specifically yeah when it is time to do your wash, what is your wash day like? Can you walk us through it? Whew. Okay, not your wash day. Um, I first start off with a pre-poo. So normally I pre-poo with a hot oil treatment. So this is where I just get my favorite oils, so castor oil, coconut oil, shea butter, jojoba oil. And sometimes I add um, a almond oil sometimes and then I do a pre-poo for about 30 minutes to an hour and then I wash out the hot oil treatment for my hair and then I go ahead and shampoo with a sulfate free shampoo always has to be sulfate free because my scalp is really sensitive so I have to use um, sulfate free shampoos sometimes I switch over and use um, natural black soap as well so after I shampoo then I go ahead and condition and when I finish conditioning, I deep condition. 
normally I deep condition for minimum an hour or two hours because for my hair I've noticed that the longer the deep conditioner stays in the better the results are so I normally deep condition for an hour minimum then I wash out my deep conditioner and I get on to styling so with styling I'll start off with um normally I use my DIY aloe vera juice and I go with an oil so a light oil which is normally shea butter once again, and then I seal in with a leave-in conditioner. So that's what my wash day looks like. And then I go on to styling, whatever hairstyle I want to do for that day. Okay, so when you deep condition, do you add steam? Do you bag it? Or you just leave it um, free? For the, when I deep condition, I normally bag it, yeah. So I use a plastic bag, and then I put a T-shirt over my head, so it kind of gives the steam effect. Awesome. Do you do heat at all? Sometimes I do, but I don't have like a proper steamer right now. I'm trying to invest in one. They're really expensive though, but I do need to get one in the future. I need to get one of those too. You're not the only. (laughs) (laughs) So when it is a rush time and you need to be somewhere, what will Mm -hmm. be your favorite go-to hairstyle? High buns, definitely high buns. When I go for my camera roll, literally, you can just see me in high buns, high buns, high buns, high buns, high buns. It's the easiest hairstyle to do, and it literally takes less than a minute. So definitely high buns. So when you do your high buns, you put oil, aloe vera, what do you use to get it up? So if my hair is really dry and it's not moisturized, normally what I'll do is I'll use my aloe vera um, spritz. So it's just literally aloe vera and a bit of water and a little bit of um, coconut oil inside. I spritz that over my hair and then I just go in with a conditioner and then just sneak down the um, sneak down my hair and then just get my stockings and then pull it up into a high bun. So most of the time I don't really like using a lot of gels on my hair due to the alcohol and preservatives. So I just used to, I just normally tend to use conditioners to kind of give that gel effect or thick oils like castor oil to give that gel effect yes yes so when it comes down to the accessories the hair accessories for your high bun do you use rubber Mm -hmm. bands a puff cup or a ponytail holder um i can never use ponytail holders so i have to get i don't know what you call it put it in the u.s but stockings tights Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah, tight. So I literally cut up the tights into like a band and I use that to do my high bonds because my hair is quite thick. It's got a lot of density to it. So I can never use um, the normal hair bands to do a bun. The hair band literally just break. Yes, because I know a lot of rubber bands and ponytail holders, they snatch out your hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that as well is really bad. Yeah, that as well. Do you have any problem areas that requires extra care? I would say the back of my hair, so the nape area at the back, and sometimes my edges. My edges are doing fine at the moment because I've been taking care of it, but when I don't take care of it, I notice that it starts to thin out. But yeah, definitely need the back of my hair, so the nape area. Okay, so when you're dealing with your edges because most of us are 
you know, missing edges, trying to gain those edges. How do you TLC, which is tender love and care, on those edges? When I'm deep conditioned, I always deep condition my edges. Um, I try to spritz water in it almost every day and must do scalp massages. So I try to do scalp massages five minutes twice a day, so in the morning and in the evening. And just keeping them moisturized. I tend not to use um, too many harsh gels that contain too many alcohols as well on my edges. That's why I've kind of switched to flaxseed and um, aloe vera because they are quite good gels and they're natural as well. So I know it's not going to do any harm to my edges. So I switched to those as well and it's really been helping with the appearance of my edges and the overall thickness and health of it. Okay. Name some things you must do for your texture of hair. I definitely need to moisturize almost every single day. Spritz water on my hair or your scalp massages, definitely. It always has to be detangled when I go into the shower, always. If it's not detangled, there's no point for me washing my hair because it's, it's just going to be shambolic. But, um... I would say the number one thing is definitely moisturize my hair and make sure it's hydrated. Yes. What is the most isolating question you have ever received about your hair? Hmm. Let me see. Okay. So when I had dreadlocks, I had I used to have dreadlocks. When I had dreadlocks, I had to cut my dreadlocks due to the school I was going to. They said that it's um not a professional hairstyle and it they correlated to um mad people so i had to cut my dreadlocks for that school that i went to but i was really young so i didn't really understand i just i just got told you need to cut your dreadlocks but i didn't actually when i was younger i didn't really actually understand why i needed to cut it i just knew that i had to cut it that was probably the most isolating thing and how long did you have your dreadlocks in for about five years oh wow so how was that feeling of cutting those after having them for five years and babying them and doing all those good things to them really really upsetting really really upsetting and I remember that was the only school that was close to my house the other school was about two hours away so with traffic that's three hours away and there was no way I was going to be able to go to that school I had to go to that school so, yeah, I had to cut off my dreadlocks. And when, whenever I used to go out, people would just stare and look. And as a kid, you don't really understand. I just want to have fun and just, you know, have fun as a child. But you don't really understand until you grow up and you actually realize, oh, this is why this happened. This is why this happened. Yes. Name some things you must not do to your texture of hair. Oh, okay. Not do to my hair leave it not moisturize it for more than two days um hmm, not do to my hair not put too much gel onto my hair because i realized it makes my hair really flaky really dry and it gives off this like brittle feeling on my hair not do that's a really good question (laughs) (laughs) not do to your hair texture not do to your hair texture you know, when that hair say no, this product is a no-go. <laughs> oh, 
Cantu is a no go. Cantu is a no go. Yeah. It's really drying. For, personally, for my hair, it's really drying. It makes it really brittle and it just causes a lot of flakes as well. So uh, that's what I've noticed with Cantu. So I'm definitely not going to be. I've discontinued using Cantu. So I won't be buying their products for an X amount of time. Yes. What is your porosity in hair type for our listeners? I'm normal slash medium porosity. But um, with hair porosities, you can have different hair porosities and different hair sections of your hair. So the front part of my hair, the edges and about, let's say, five centimeters of my hair is um, high porosity. The nape area of my hair is high porosity. And then the rest of my hair is literally medium slash um, normal porosity. So when I'm doing conditioners and deep conditioners, I need to put extra stuff on my um, edges and my nape because it's high porosity, which means that it takes up more products really faster. Yes, that must be some type of job there by having yeah, the multiple, multiple porosity. It yes. It is, but it's, it's manageable. So how long do it take you to get your hair together, like for just a style? For a style? Um, due to the density and thickness of my hair, I would say doing, if I was to do a sleep run, it would take me about an hour and 15 minutes because I have to work in sections. I'm not one of those people that on YouTube, they can literally just get a hairband and then slick one side and slick. I have to slick back in sections. So it's probably going to be like 12 sections just to do a sleep run. And so on your... an hour. Mm-hmm. An hour max for oh. most hairstyles. Oh, wow. And when it yeah. comes down to your wash day, how long does it take for you to complete your wash day? If I'm not distracted by music or watching a movie in the background, <laughs> I can do everything in about one hour and 30 minutes mm. or an hour, an hour to one hour and 30 minutes. If I am distracted, it can go on to like two hours, three hours, unfortunately. And how long does it take for your hair to dry after you have performed a wash day? I would say on a normal day, about a day mm. to so, dry fully. Mm-hmm. So when it's drying fully, yeah. do your hair strings dry first or your roots dry first? My hair strand, um, hair strands def- definitely dry first and then the roots take the longest. Yes. So the hair strands probably dry within an hour or so and then it's just left with my roots. So when I go to bed, I can still feel that my roots are a bit damp. So I would say completely dry in 24 hours and then just 70%, 80% dry. That's probably like... Like five hours after wash day. Mm. And what yeah. is your hair length? My hair length. Um, um, it's like past bra strap. Wow, you have a lot of hair to take care of. <laughs> yeah. Do you take care of anyone else's hair, like some kids or some nieces and nephews or so? Um, I give advice to my brother. So my brother is trying to grow out his hair fully. So I give advice to him. 
I've got a couple friends that are transitioning and big chopping. So um, I've got like a natural hair guide I've written for them. So it gives them advice on what to do because a lot of people big chop from getting permed and texturizer and don't actually know what to do because there's so much information out there and they don't know what to grab first so they just get confused. So the hair guide that I made for them is kind of like a, um, it's just tailored to their lifestyle and their their achievements or their goals or what they want for their hair. Oh, so we're already practicing on possibly getting a hair care yeah. product out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am practicing. Oh, that is some great habits. Thank you. You're welcome. What is the best slash most empowering part of your journey so far? I would say learning more about myself so learning um how to be patient how to actually take time put the effort be consistent um time management and just i'll say the most empowering thing is just feeling natural and authentic because it's you're literally embracing what's coming from your scalp so yeah just feeling natural and authentic and what are your favorite products hair products my favorite hair products I would say um, Aunt Jackie's is really good and it's a black owned business so if we've got a read for that Aunt Jackie's is really good um, their conditioners are very very good their shampoos are really good as well um, I like Batacar I don't know if you have it in the States you probably do because you guys have a lot more products than we do in the UK but it's called Batacar and they've got like a black seed conditioner deep conditioner which is really good um, what else is there? Eco Styling Gel, the flaxseed and castor oil. I just recently used that and that's what's really well for my hair. But majority of the time, I would say I'm trying to go straight to more, straight more towards natural products. So all natural products like raw shea butter, um, raw coconut oil, aloe vera juice. I'm trying to go more towards that end, but there's still really good products out there. Yes. So you do a lot of DIYs, I see. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Too many, <laughs> sometimes. What is the most challenging thing about being natural? I would say being patient and being consistent. Because when you decide to go natural, you want... With anything in life, once, once you decide to do something in life you always want your results to be fast and quick you kind of want everything to be like speedy but when you're natural you need to really take time to actually learn and understand your hair so there's there's youtubers literally that have hairs down to their waist length and they still have they're still learning about hairs you're always going to learn something about your hair which i feel like is the most challenging part but being consistent is probably one of the most challenging parts being consistent definitely Yes, consistent is the key. I found Mm -hmm. that out a long time ago. I used to just use one (laughs) product and moisturize my hair once a week. And by that weekend, my hair be dying, just to say. Yeah. Dying for moisture. Yeah, definitely consistency is the hardest thing. So how many cups of water would you say you drink per day? Because you know that water is a big key also. Mm-hmm. I would say about eight cups a day. Awesome. And yeah, I would say about eight. 
times a day. And how is your diet? Do you eat a balanced diet? You eat more fruits than veggies or more veggies than fruit or or just to say, say over it. meat? <laughs> I would say I've got a good balanced diet. So I eat a lot of vegetables, but I eat more fruits than vegetables. I have a lot of smoothies. So I would say definitely more fruits than vegetables, but I'm trying to experiment with more vegetables. So I feel like I just eat the basic vegetables like cabbage and peppers. I will experiment, have more, you know, exotic vegetables that I can have. Do you feel... I guess I can say this, even though you're you've been natural for a while. But do you feel more mm-hmm. beautiful with your natural hair or not? Definitely, definitely. Because I feel when you wear your natural hair, you feel authentic. Like it's literally growing from your scalp. It's what God gave you. So I'm like complimenting God because He gave me the hair, and I'm just showing that out. So I feel like yeah, definitely more beautiful when I have my natural hair out. Yes. Have you even thought about perming your hair? <laughs> no, no, no. Because I know a lot of people say, oh, it's just too much hair to really take care of. I'd rather just throw some creamy crack on there and get it all slick to the back. Yeah, I get what they mean. Well, I feel When people perm their hair, it does make it easier to manage in terms of styling. But they still have to do the same thing it's in, it's, uh, in the sense of deep treatments, conditioning shampoo they still have to do the same thing it's just styling that becomes easier so someone that's going to do a sleep run with permed hair is literally going to take them half the time that it's going to take someone with natural thick dense hair i feel like with permed it's mainly just to do a styling are you a member of a natural hair group on social media um no no no, I'm not a member of a natural... No, I'm not. You are your own natural hair group, correct? Yeah, I was just <laughs> going to say that. <laughs> I was literally just about to say that. Yeah, I am. <laughs> so, your nighttime routine. Can you walk us mm-hmm. through that? Normally, in the nighttime, I'm really, really lazy, and I literally just want to go to bed. So, I made... Um, I spritz with aloe vera juice and castor oil and I literally just spray that over my hair. So whether whatever hairstyle I have, I literally just spray it on. If I've done a high bun throughout the day, I'll probably take out the high bun and do about six twists all over my whole head and just spritz the um, juice all over my hair and then lock it in with the oil and then go to bed. That's what, normally what I do in the night time. Oh, and then I do my, um, sorry, I do my massages as well start massages yes that's one thing I have noticed if I go to bed with an afro it's gonna be crying time in the morning because it's gonna be Mm -hmm. all matted and hard to detangle Mm -hmm. so I definitely have to section my hair and put some oil on it and cover it with a satin bonnet and yeah, then yeah. I can go to sleep. But if I just go to sleep yes. just to stay on my Afro hair, because I do have a TWA, and that <laughs> would be so, it would be so much shrinkage. Yeah. It'll be hard to get a brush, a comb, or anything to do it mm-hmm. through it. So what I have yeah. to do is wet it with warm water to open up my pores, mm-hmm. and then I kind of yeah. like finger 
detangle it because I'd rather the the fingers than a comb or a brush because I don't want to be ripping out more hair than I'm getting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's one thing that I've um, transitioned as well. So I try to minimize the amount of um, the usage of combs and detangling brushes. So from now onwards, I just um, finger detangle and I've noticed it helps a lot of my hair. When you're finger detangling, you can actually feel the knots and actually focus on taking out. Whereas when you're using a comb, you're just literally brushing through. Exactly. So finger detangling is definitely good. How often do you have to do your trims? My, sorry, pardon? Your, your trims for your hair? My trims? Mm-hmm. Oh, my trims. Okay. Um, a lot of blogs and, and videos recommend to do it twice a year, so every six months. But I just feel like we need to do it tailored to you. So with me... I just literally look at my hair and if I see it at the end or not, I just cut it. So I would say every four months or so, I do a trim. Yes. Yeah, every four months or so. Yes. And do you wear protective styles? Yeah. Majority of the time, my hair is in protective styling. So twists, um, braids, high bonds, low bonds. Majority of the time, my hair is in twists, and I headscarf it so I can go out as well. Yes, yes, yes. So I, I know your family and friends love having you around because you are a great example to them because they see your hair <laughs> flourishing, especially by having bra strap length, and then how you're moisturizing and keeping up with your hair and keeping up with your trims. Yeah. I know they love having you around. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. So how can the listeners follow you and or get some type of guidance from you? Um, so I've got, I would say the app that I use majority of the time is Instagram. So my personal account is Naturally Deeds. So N-A-T-U-R-A-L-L-Y-D-E-E-V-S. So that's my personal account. And then I've got a natural hair page that just gives like bite size, bullet points, um, natural hair tips and tricks. So that page is called Flourish and Froze and it's on Instagram as well. So F-L-O-U-R-I-S-H-I-N-G, then F-R-O-S, Flourish and Froze. And I've got a YouTube channel as well, which is called Naturally Deeds again. So it's just dedicated to natural hair, it's just got videos of me doing videos and I'm about to start doing um, like a whole natural hair beginner's guide 101. So it gives, it's a whole guide dedicated to people that have big jobs and transitions and have like no idea what to do with their hair. Awesome. So how long would you say possibly before we can see a hair care product from you? <laughs> Ooh. Okay, so in the meantime, I think I'm going to start with a hair growth oil and I'm planning on releasing it in January next year. So, January 2021. Awesome, awesome. So, that will be an awesome 
thing to get you a hair care brand because you're mixing up all these DIYs and concoctions and they're working for your porosity so you already know what type of ingredients to put in for that porosity because you know what possibly works for you it could or maybe not work for someone else but if they share the same porosity maybe the aloe vera and flax seeds and coconut oil and those that you use probably will work for someone else so that is a great thing that you're also thinking about having your own hair care brand out yeah (laughs) thank you you're so welcome would you like to let the listeners know about anything else about natural hair care or your YouTube Um, channel or anything you would like the floor is yours I would say for anyone that wants to go natural definitely go ahead Um, it's not going to be easy at the start I'm not going to lie it's not going to be easy but once you have your um, once you've got like a set routine so always when you're trying to find like a regimen for your um, hair care I would say always tailor it to your lifestyle and not the person that you're watching. So a lot of people go on YouTube and type in hair regimen and then someone will do a deep conditioning every other week. But they are stay-at-home moms, so they're able to do that and you probably work a nine-to-five. So definitely tailor your regimen to your lifestyle. Um, Try not to be a product junkie as much. It's hard, but try not to. Um, try to use as many natural hair products as you can. Definitely be consistent and be patient. And I promise you, your hair will grow. Your hair will grow. So this is the advice that I would give to anyone that wants to transition or, yeah, just to transition to natural. Awesome tips. Well, thank you so much for being a guest on this podcast channel from Wig Weave, the number two natural L hair. Thank you for having me. I really love what you're doing as well. I really love it. I really love it. Thank <laughs> Putting yourself you. out there. I like that too. And <laughs> Thank I you will, for having me. I would love to have you back when you are ready to launch that new product line. Definitely. I'll be back. <laughs> so keep me in mind. I will do. Well, you have yourself a great day and happy hair growing to you. You too. That is the end of our segment. Thank you for listening. This podcast channel can be followed on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at From Wig Weave, the number two, Natural Hair. And if you would like to be a guest on this podcast channel, simply send an email to From Wig Weave, the number two, Natural Hair. Excuse me. From Wig Weave, the number two, natural L at gmail.com. And you can follow on all social media. Don't forget to subscribe, tune in. You can launch this segment or any other segment by simply typing in From Wig Weave, the number two, natural L hair in your browser. 
and there are multiple platforms that the segments appear on so you don't just have to listen to one platform this channel is on multiple platforms thank you for your time don't forget moisture is the key in a balanced diet and consistent until then guys happy hair growing bye